You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Fosters After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Fosters After Show. If you feel and down, we are back with the Fosters After Show. Bing is for doing. We'll be doing the episode vigil, episode nine that just happened. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, Jillian, I'm stressing Nothing's out. Please introduce yourself for the world. Well, I'm Jillian Leff. I'm Jeffrey Masters. And we're sorry we're late today, but guys, there was just so much stuff that happened in this episode. I had a cool down. We needed to watch <laughs> some scenes again, we reevaluate. We bath, we de-stressed, <laughs> I massaged Jillian's feet. Oh my god, then I had to wash my hands. <laughs> Oh my god, Steph was shot. I knew it. Who called it? Jillian did. I didn't can, can, can we it. just, can you please just give me the props online? Like, like our video for, for, thank you. Uh, oh my uh, god, I can hear it. I can hear it. That was me. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't want to believe it would be Steph. Oh my gosh, see. Tell us why you thought that. Okay. To me, Steph was the most obvious choice uh, because as we saw in the preview for the episode, Brandon was visibly upset. Right. He was yelling at Mariana. So it was sort of the only thing that I could think of because him and Mike have sort of a tumultuous relationship. So I figured it was Steph and I was right. And the way that it played out was absolutely insane. Oh my God. And we finally find out the last moments that it was um, the drug dealer shot Steph. Mm -hmm. He drops his gun and Mike shoots him unarmed. And that's why Mike told Steph not to talk, not to say anything. <laughs> I know. Do you, oh, I, it has to be asked, like, did he know he was unarmed? And can you even have time to look, though? I mean, I don't know. I feel like police officers are trained for things like this. But also, it's so screwed up that, you know, Mike is just doing all of these sort of shady things. Yeah. And we also find out in this episode that Mike's an alcoholic. So, I mean, not I feel even bad. drinking problem. Not even like, oh, I like to drink a lot. It's like mm. alcoholism. No, it's scary. Pulling the bottle out of your like glove compartment it's, side. But Ooh. you know what? When we see the moment that Steph is brought into the emergency room and she's bloodied, and it was like an episode of Grey's Anatomy. It was. I felt like I was in house or something. I know. Where's Meredith Grey? Oh Bring her back. God. Where's McDreamy for <laughs> Um, so it was totally scary, so intense. And then when they move into the um, waiting room and they ask for the husband. Right. Mr. Foster. They bring up the lesbian thing again. But I thought it was handled so beautifully because it wasn't like, you're a lesbian. We can't let you see the place. It was like, this is California. Do what you want to do. Well, it was like, I'm the domestic partner. Yeah. And they said, okay, sure. Oh. All right. Then there you go. And it's like. When we saw her for the first time, though, did you not freak out a little bit inside? Uh, I was, uh, yeah, that was weird. Made me weird. Like, out. we have so much love for Terry Polo. She's usually in comedies. We know her from Mama Meet Bear. the Fockers, Meet the Parents. 
crazy yes. to see her with a tube down her throat. And she's like the matriarch. Bed. She's the strong mom. The, I mean, ah, Lena's very strong too, but mm-hmm. she's the tough one who like doesn't let Lena do the like rule breaking that she might want. And she's the victim. And the thing that really stood out to me when Lena came in to visit her was that Lena said, I'm trying to do a really good job at forgiving Mariana for what happened, but I'm not really doing a good job. That shocked me. You know, it was honest. Yes. Because a lot of the time, it's hard for a character to admit their faults, at least as openly as she did to her partner. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't handle it. Especially when it's about your kids. Oh, absolutely. It's like, I hate my kid right now. Yeah. And I thought this episode brought up, um, like, issues in the foster system so beautifully, where even Jesus and Mariana, which are, like, legal parts of the family, they are still wondering... Are they going to get rid of us? Yeah. Well, I thought Brandon, when he sort of, you know, charged at them and said, like, you're not, you're not my family. uh, Like, you know. You thought, like, insinuated that? Yeah. Obviously. I mean. I just wonder with kids who are adopted, like, do they ever feel like they belong in the family even when they are family? Is there still always going to be that part of them that is like, we could be taken away at any moment? Because that's what they're brought up with. That is just completely scary to even think about. I mean, I I can't relate to that at all. I know. Um, But it seems quite heart-wrenching. I know. And I couldn't help thinking, too. Like, they were doing such a nice job of including Callie. Like, immediate family only. Come on, Callie. But what is going to happen to Callie and Jude? Are they going to have a happy ending, i.e. stay with the Fosters? Yeah. I mean, Callie brought up a good point when she was talking to Brandon in uh, Steph and Lena's bedroom. And she said, you know, she was really the... She, like, spearheaded the campaign for Mariana and Jesus this episode. Like, hey, Brandon, stop being such a jackass. Like, right. you know, be nicer to them. They're your family. And she she had said, you know, when uh, Jesus and Mariana were adopted, uh, Steph and Lena asked Brandon if it was okay. So I'm wondering if that's going to happen again. Because Callie and Jude oh. are so invested at this point. Yes. You know, is this something that when stuff gets better is going to be addressed or is it going to happen in a possible B season pickup? We don't know yet, but we're hoping that the fosters return. Right. They still have not announced it. Yeah. They need to get on that. <laughs> we're waiting. Please. For I think also they are too invested as characters within the show, but, mm-hmm. um, and then as the audience, we are way too invested in Maya Mitchell and Jude. Maya, I've got to say is blowing me away by how good she is of an actress. She's blowing up. So mature. She's blowing up. The teen beach movie did great. Yeah. She was on The View. She's a Barbie she's doll. Everywhere. Like she's a Barbie doll. She's a Barbie doll. Oh, yeah. My um, God. Madison told us last week that oh, she was in Target. Right. And she saw that uh, Maya had a Barbie doll. And speaking of Talia strikes again. Oh <laughs> my God! How about the moment when Wyatt was like, "I know how you feel about Brandon. You should just seize the day." And she goes <laughs> to seize the day, and then Talia just swoops in. I know. I like the white shining light and the like fan blowing her hair and oh man. Such a sweet person, but I hate her character. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most mature conversation too between my uh Wyatt Maya <laughs> Wyatt and Callie. Yeah. I mean, listen, just as far as the, the whole entire uh thing that they they dealt with this shooting and ever we find out that the episode is called Vigil because the drug dealer boyfriend of Anna dies. 
So I guess it's a vigil in a sense. I thought also maybe they're holding a vigil for a live person, which I never thought about. Mm. Prayers. Yeah. Yeah. Positive energy. I mean, well, the good thing is at least we know that Steph is better because she's up and walking in the next episode. I know. And dancing. Dancing. (laughs) Enjoying her wedding. Um, Maybe it'll be like a couple months in the forward. Well, I mean, when you you think about it, uh, the doctor said that she had a collapsed lung. Right. Everything else was fine except for some fragmented parts, uh, bullets. Um, So they had to remove some of it, but luckily there was no spinal damage, and she looks like she's going to be good to go, and probably only suspended a day or two from the force. Maybe. Because they didn't call for backup. Or maybe even Mike will just be suspended because he actually shot the person. Well, I have to be honest. The the last scene in the episode when she remembers that uh, the drug dealer was unarmed, like, obviously something is going to go down with that because they would have not highlighted that as the cliffhanger of the episode. And it made it look like she was so worried about it. Like, oh my God, we shot an unarmed man. Well, of course, because she is like the the, the beacon of honesty. Yeah. You know, she's always wanting people to give 100% honesty. And Mike is a shade ball. Like, Everything he does kind of has a little bit of, yeah, you were right, but that's not the way it's supposed to work. Well, speaking of Mike, like we brought up before, I'm going to bring it up again. Okay. Mike, we find out he's an alcoholic. Yes. Like, not a casual drinker. And the reason why he became an alcoholic is because of his breakup with Steph. Right. His divorce. Yes. Which we saw in beautiful flashbacks. (laughs) Flashbacks are killer. We'll talk about those later. Yes. But and I also loved that um, Callie was kind of the catalyst to make Brandon realize this isn't okay. We can't pretend that your father, being an alcoholic, will go away on its own. Absolutely. You need to stand up to him. And he did. He absolutely did. When he uh, found him in the hallway and... Well, well first of all, um, he... <laughs> smelled the coffee cup that Mike had, <laughs> right. uh, which he poured some sort of alcohol into when he uh, snuck off in a car because the police chief trusted him because he's an alcoholic, um, smelled the cup, immediately knew, wants nothing to do with him. Like, Mike could have hurt Brandon a bunch of times before this. Yes. We know that Brandon was in a car with Mike when he was drunk. We know that Mike was hungover when the he... The piano lesson. The piano lessons, exactly. The yeah. wedding. There have been so many moments, and, and recent moments. So many moments that could have ended so badly if, like, the right things had lined up. Uh, you know, that that also is going to come to a complete head because, you know, maybe that's the thing that Mike needed. Brandon to say, I want nothing to do with you. I think it had to be... Yeah, I think that's that could have been the only thing that could have made him go to AA, which he did do. Which he did. And, you know, I don't know if only AA is going to work for him. Because he seems like this know. is just like a, a deep-seated issue. Even that the chief knew about. Yeah. It's not like, oh, secrets, fairies in the woods, no one saw them. Well, since we saw flashbacks in this episode, I'm curious if we're going to see any other flashbacks to hint at sort of his problem and, and why the, the chief knew. I don't know. Because it had to have been affecting his work before. Oh, to make her aware of it. Yeah. I was really weirded out the entire time that the chief was at the hospital. It just seems so bizarre. Well, to me. I also forgot who she was. I was like, who the <laughs> heck is that lady? Like, she's like, come on, kids, come sit right. down. Is that the teacher from the high school? I was no, like, who <laughs> is that lady? Is she like a, a nurse? Is she the social worker? Whatever. No. I was wrong. She was the, the police chief. And speaking of like that group of people, the internal affairs officers looked so jolly and conniving. I could see them like twirling their mustaches. And I was like, guys, calm down. Slow your roll. It don't, yeah. 
it, it, it was weird. It was like, okay, so Mike wasn't allowed to see Steph for... Because uh, they couldn't until, corroborate. Until she made a statement. Right. Okay, that's fine. Like, get it. Your partners. You're both in the police force. I guess that's protocol. But... <laughs> if we're following protocol, though, like, don't put a hus- ex-wife and husband together in the same Thank car. you, Jeff Max. Because, yes, they're going to corroborate. And you know what they would corroborate on? If they were hunting for, I don't know, twin serial killers that were buddies, um, killing people in groups. They're not twins. I'm kidding. Wait, are you going to talk about uh, the Adventures movie that- of Serial Buddies? Yeah. Sure, Jillian. I'd love to tell all of our wonderful fans about it. Let me open my arms like Jesus. Go ahead. So... Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro are co-creators and executive vice pre- What am I saying? Executive, <laughs> executive producers, producers And executive vice presidents of my heart have created a feature-length film with Kathy Lee Gifford. Gifford Beth Bears, Maria is in it. Marty's in it. Oh, so my God. People. So many fun people. It's a blast and a half. Um, blast meaning they blow people up. They kill people. They have fun. It's like Dumb and Dumber meets... Dexter. Dexter meets Absolutely. Hannibal Lecter meets Breaking Bad meets Dexter again meets more Dexter. It's basically a hoot, and you need to buy it. Yeah. On iTunes or CLBuddies.com. <laughs> it's so much fun. Did we mention Kathy Gifford was in it? Because I think we should do it one more time. Perfect. Go buy it now. It supports this beautiful studio. It supports me financially because no, I'm not on welfare anymore. And oh my God, so many perfect things. It's sort of the salad I'd for dinner. I'm just getting out of for breakfast. But it's been carrying me through all day. You know what I want to talk about? Those flashbacks. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. I was having major meet the parents moments. Seeing young Terry Polo with her bangs. Oh my god, those flashbacks were killing me. First of all, thank you, Peter and Bradley, and everyone <laughs> else involved with the show, because that just warmed our hearts. It did. I think it did, and we got sort of okay. So let's uh, let's talk about the flashbacks in sort of a semi order. All right, Lena meets Steph for the first time. Oh right, mm-hmm. and there was some chemistry. I think it just was like maybe the wigs talking, but we see <laughs> Lena and that brushed out wig. Um, they there were sparks flying. There was immediately, and you could tell the, the flirting, the oh, eyes. No. I didn't know what was happening though because she said, "Where's your husband?" She was like, "Oh, he couldn't make it." And was she how like, nervous she got though. I um, did. Uh, well, but I was like, "Don't tell me that Lena broke up their marriage." I cannot stand for that. This is not Mistresses. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that is the other show that Jeff is on. Another you guys show. should all watch it because it's Subscribe great. Subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> um, yes, but that was a great scene. I, I really liked seeing them. And, and it's it's really cute how we find out how they sort of got together. You know, Lena was the vice principal and Steph was talking about her five-year-old son, Brandon. So we do have confirmation as to when Mike and Steph separated. Five years old. Although our viewers oh. told us that because they're awesome. So thank you guys. Wait, if we're doing the... She was vice pres- principal in the clip? Um, I'm pretty sure. She's been vice principal for 10 years. Where's her promotion? I know. That would make her 14 when she started. <laughs> Stop. Give or take like a decade. Oh my God. Sherry Sam looks so young. For 14? I know. I know. It's crazy. Oh my God. She looks three. Also, did you guys enjoy uh, Sherry's live tweeting tonight? I did. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. She she's, answered everything I ever wanted to know. She's so great. Um, okay, so we find out about the, the flirting. The next thing, well, the next thing I want to talk about is this, the flashback where uh, 
Mike is at the cafe. Oh, with the coffee. <laughs> More oh. coffee. <laughs> coffee. Um, Mike's at the cafe with Steph, and we find out they that the reason why the divorce is happening – more so, we find out that they were going through a separation. They weren't divorced yet. Right. And he wants to get her back. And she realizes, you know what? The problem in her marriage wasn't love. It wasn't this. It was that I only like girls. Oh, my God. Okay. So, fuel me out on this. You were with somebody for, uh, for you know, you have a five-year-old son. With child. With child. You're, you work at the same police academy. You've been together for years. They tell you that they're gay. What's your reaction? Because I thought that, like, Mike was a little too mellow yellow for me. <laughs> like, I just, I was like, you're not freaking out right now? I could play that. I could, No, if you're married to somebody with child, you are, like, blown out of your mind. That's yeah. going to be the last person on this earth. Right. No, yeah. Especially mm. because they made a child. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy that one. I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah? That he would. Uh, How would you react, though? You oh my god! You did what? Oh, say it again. Say it again. And see. Say. Uh, okay, thank you, <laughs> Chef Masters One on Twitter. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. Wow, thank Marissa you so is much. just on it with the applause tonight. Thank I you. I know. How would you react, Jillian? Uh, I would honestly freak. I mean, you're you are so. This is this is your other half. You're right. you're completely in tune with each other, or so you think. My first reaction would probably be like. Are you kidding? Or like, was this a joke? Are you sure? Well, I, this is my feeling. If your partner is going to come out to say that they like somebody of the same sex, right? There has to be an inkling of, of feelings behind that. Like, I don't know. A On comment. Mike's part, yeah. Like, I feel like he had to know that there were some signs. Well, she is a police officer. Oh my god! What if I actually oh said that? God, oh my god, that'd be horrible. Okay, I won't say it. Um, no, I I think that. I would have had maybe, like, a, a feeling behind it. Because, uh, let me put it you this way. Steph's dad, in one of the episodes, uh, remember when he, like, sent her to talk to somebody because he thought that she had feelings for one of her friends? Oh. Okay, so this is my thing. Oh. There is no way that Mike did not know. I mean, even though Steph admitted that she wasn't having those feelings towards that friend, Still, like, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like I would know something. You know, you have like an intuition. But I think maybe that intuition is clouded by marriage and parenthood. Maybe. That you just think, oh, this person's a little bit different, right. unique, right. with a Q. Well, I mean, we obviously saw how much it affected Mike because we find out that that's the reason why he drinks. He obviously took the divorce way harder than Steph did. Yeah. He's still single and ready to mingle. Yeah, and I guess like Steph's you said, committed <laughs> you, to I, a woman. To a woman, yeah, with many children now. To like a beautiful woman that's like completely <laughs> intimidating. I mean, I would be intimidated of Sherry's mom. Absolutely, she's gorge. I wanted to see more scenes um, when the flashback when they've met Mariana and Jesus at the police station. Okay, the lollipops. That's also lovely because we find out what happened to them. Because we really didn't know. We knew that Steph and Lena adopted them. We didn't know their backstory. And to see that their foster parents just sort of gave up on them and dropped them off at a police station. It's like as if you were to leave your child in a basket on, on the porch. Heartbreaking. Like and and for them to be so so tiny and Mariana was so not trustworthy of Steph, didn't take the lollipop, Jesus had to hand it to her. I don't know, it was just like 
the, the flashback just like really brings it home for us, I think. I think we both agree on that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's tying a lot of loose ends up that we were sort of wondering about. And we found that with Callie, too. We got a little bit more backstory. Oh, my God. Did you just die when yes. you found out that Callie's dad was the one yeah. that killed the mom? Yeah. We find out actually a lot about Callie's mom in this episode. We find out that she really likes to make biscuits and gravy. This is like the first time Callie has talked about her mother. Or any family. R- really any family, exactly. Right. We see that Jude has a picture Oh, Did you? yeah, that was so sweet. The picture. Did you not think, though, like, okay, let's bring in the dad character. He's alive somewhere. I'm ready for I, it. Listen, I feel like he's looming, just like Liam is looming, and I feel oh like my God. something's going to happen. We'll save it for predictions. Jeff. Okay. No, I can't. i got to say it now. Is that okay? You can say it. Go oh, ahead. my God. Liam, he was, like, looming over me in the entire episode, and I was like, when is he going to pop out? Oh, when there was a knocking on the door in the middle of the night, I was like, it can't be Liam. D- no, they will not do that to me. <laughs> he knows the arsonist Liam that we feel like is going to catch fire on the foster house. Callie, like, Instagram, like, alone at home. Hope Liam doesn't show up. Um, I don't know. Liam's got to pop up in the next episode. They got to tie that up, right? Um, I have a feeling that if it's not going to be tied up in the next episode, it will be tied up in episodes to come. Uh, I'm just very happy that because we did not see Liam and it seems like next episode um, will center around the marriage and not disaster, then my prediction of fire will not come through. (laughs) Well, speaking of marriage, the last flashback was of Steph and Lena and Steph finally admitting to Lena and also to herself that she's a lesbian. Yeah. And using the L word. Yeah. Because she sort of never did that before. I don't think she was comfortable with it. Right. And I thought that that was nice because I feel like a lot of people struggle with coming out. And especially someone who was happily married and has a child with a man. And who thinks they're straight. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and sort of grappled with that for all those years. I thought that that was like... Such a nice moment. And I wish that the proposal would have happened then. <laughs> but we find out the proposal happens at the end of the episode. I and know. Steph proposes to The Lena. first thing she says to her. That was so sweet. I also thought usually like flashbacks can be like portrayed as uh, cheesy. Mm-hmm. But in this one, you know, they're in such a hard time in their lives. Uh, Steph is out of it. She's like flashing back herself probably to memories. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like just very sentimental. Like it just fit in so beautifully, I thought, to the whole episode. I, I mean, I love this episode. This might be my favorite episode of the yeah. season. Every commercial break, it was like... That was very dramatic. Thank goodness we could fast forward. I know. Secrets were coming out, though, left and right. Oh, my God. This was, like, all about the reveal, this show. Right? Secrets revealed. Everything. Oh, my God. And we also find out, well, Brandon tells Lena that he knew about Mariana selling drugs. And he knew that Mariana was in charge or was in contact with uh, her birth mother. Right. Which was another huge thing that, guess what? That happened in, what, like, the second episode? And it just came out now. Yeah. I would be very happy if now that, um, oh, Anna was arrested. I'd be very happy if Anna disappears. Well, if, how about Lena threatening <laughs> Anna? She was like, if you ever. Okay, but why was Anna at the hospital? I mean, maybe it was like a hospital police station next to each other? I was a little confused by that. Because I, I was like, are they at the police station? Where know. are we? Why is there a cop car? I don't know. But now that Anna or now that Hazus and Mariana know that this woman's not going to get better, 
um, with any of the, anything that they can do for her. Hopefully, they can just like let it go for now. I that storyline so. is too much. I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> I guess it had to take a shooting and a death for them to realize they need to move on. I hope she's in. Oh, oh yeah. So we also do not know whether or not Anna was at the house. When well, the shooting happened. I think we have a pretty good idea that she was in the bathroom, which is another huge reason on why this might be trouble. Because if she saw the shooting and she saw her drug dealer boyfriend drop the gun and saw Mike oh, shoot him. Oh, it's a witness. She's a witness. So this might be like a... Oh, I didn't think about a that. A BFD in the last episode. Oh my God. You're right. So you think, though, she would have run and met her son? I mean, if she saw this, I mean, she's a, she's a, she's a crack dealer. She's a crack whore. I mean, uh, the, your mind doesn't work right, and all you can think of is I got to leave the shooting because I can't be connected to it. Yeah, I mean, you're not in your right mind when you do drugs. Hello, she's crazy. Anna's crazy. Don't trust Anna. What is every single guest that we've had on the show said? <laughs> Don't trust Anna. She's evil. Oh, well, obviously, man. I know. Um, should we make our way to some news and gossip? Absolutely. What do you have for me, Jeff? Okay, I don't know if you know, but The Fosters is nominated for a Teen Choice Award. <gasps> yeah! Oh my god, applause, applause, applause for, like, choice summer show. Oh my gosh, and fans can vote, right? Fans can absolutely vote online. We're going to tweet out the link after this. Absolutely. Vote your little butts off, everybody, please. Also, speaking of uh, awards, Sierra is nominated for an Imogen Award for Best Young Actress. Yay, Sierra. Congrats, we Sierra. We hope she wins for that. We'll keep an eye out. I know. And then also, um, JT Austin was mm-hmm. on the cover of Variety. Um, the half of his face was, at least. And they called him one of the most powerful young actors in Hollywood. Who knew? We did. Duh. We've been watching The Fosters every week. The Fosters. Also, he's a Disney Channel megastar. Oh, I know. He's been... He's doing really well. And then last thing... um, Last week's episode, episode seven, was the most watched of the season. Oh, my word. Let's take it back. Rewind. The most watched episode of all season, 1.89 million viewers. Wow. Keep it coming, baby. Let's hit two million for the finale. Oh, my gosh. We want to come back next season and host for you guys. (laughs) I know. But it's so good. People love the show. People are catching on. Variety did an article. Other people are doing articles. (laughs) I was reading them all over the web, and everyone loves it. USA Today mentioned it. It's great. Yes. So I'm excited about that. Um, Jeff, why don't we do some predictions? Oh, my God. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, Jeffrey. Abracadabra. What's it going to be this episode? You tell me. I feel like there's going to be a wedding. (laughs) Of? Between Steph and Lena. Um, Oh, my God. We didn't talk that we saw Callie and Brandon making out. See, I'm, like, a little upset that they didn't save that as, like, a big reveal in the last episode. I think then they were saving the person who was watching. But, like, it was passionate. It was a lot. So so what do you think is going to happen with that? Oh, I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Callie cannot stay there if people find out. Okay. So my prediction is going to be a little outlandish, but, like, hear me out, okay? So we see Callie and Brandon kiss. Team Bally... Finally, um, I think that either Talia sees them or Liam sees them. 
I know. It's thinking of Liam. Because Liam, he needs a way to be intertwined back in the episode. Because in this episode, nothing was mentioned of the Olmsteads. Right. Or Liam. And what happened to them. So I'm a little curious. And also, Callie got, um, was her name Sarah taken out of his house? Mm-hmm. He wants payback. This would be great. The only problem with that theory, because I was thinking of it too, is I was like, how would he know about the wedding? Why would he be there? Because he's a stalker. Oh, I know. He knew about the tree. Oh my God. Imagine if she like Instagrammed it. Although she put her account on private, so. Did she? I think so. I think she. Oh, good. Clue in, girl. Well, hello. <laughs> my account's on private. Um, no, I think that. Liam is going to somehow come back in. I mean, there has to be a drama, like whether it's going to be with Liam, whether it's going to be with Mike. I am so excited. This is what, this is what, uh, Madison said in, in the last episode. She said that there is going to be a great balance of good and evil. So we know that the wedding is happy, but something is going to happen because it cannot end. On, like, in a, a nice... I don't think and it I, can end on a happy moment. I agree. And I agree that it has to be Liam. There's too big a build-up for him. Ugh. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out. Tell us where we can find you. Uh, you can find me at Jillian Leff on Twitter or my website, JillianLeff.com. And where can we find you, Jeff? Tricky. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JeffMasters1. And we will see you next week for the finale. Oh, my God. Bye. Thanks, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. Thank you.